Welcome to another episode of the Seminar This is L. KB. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black black women. Where's the lie? So can I tell y'all something? This but wait. Yes. Are we going to get the show started first before you Yeah, drink? let's go. Wait, what you drinking on? It's been a rough day. Because <laughs> you look super comfortable. Oh, gosh. I just showered only to put pajamas back the fuck on. I know that's right. I didn't have to work today, so. Oh, must be nice. I know, right? It was Emancipation Day, D.C. government. Thank you. D.C. statehood. So did the Caucasian Y'all not a state, though. Huh? I'm sorry. You're white. We not. That's how we trying to fight to be one. Wait a minute. Emancipation Day. We'll go. No, no, no. So Emancipation Day is actually for when the slaves were free in D.C. Oh, okay. No, but do white people get to celebrate that? Anybody that works for D.C. government, we have we have April 16th off every year. Only if you have the government. Only if you work for D.C. government. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't think Caucasians should take that day off. We we not doing this, KB. Okay. I'm not doing this with it's you. It's just my thoughts. I'm sorry. No. So let's get started. Yeah. Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of the Fem Noir Files. KB and Shug, what's popping? Oh, did y'all see my birthday balloon? I saw it on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. I thought that was balloon was cute, and I Very thought cute. all of the stuff you had was so cute. Oh, thank you so much. Because listen, I was like, if I'm going to be here by myself, I'm going to celebrate. Hey, man, you're supposed to. Exactly. I made a cake. I'm so excited. Mm. It was delicious. I know. I'm, re- I'm ready to taste it. Yes. It's going to be in the, it's going to be waiting for you after I know, the quarantine too. is over. I just told her how to freeze the cake. I don't like frozen cake. I remember when um, we froze my, my wedding cake <laughs> last night. It was God disgusting. Damn. It was disgusting. <laughs> they probably didn't wrap it right. They it probably didn't wrap it right. It was. Don't worry. When the quarantine is over, KB, I'm going to have you. some cake for you. Appreciate it. No problem. But then I also told my neighbors, because I also bought some stuff to make a key lime cake. So I may try to make that in like two weeks. You just showing eyes. Can we wait till closer to the quarantine time over? Right. Okay, you don't break like this when it's regular time, when we can see you all day, every day. Exactly. We ain't never got no cake. Exactly. Never. Because listen, listen, Linda. So I bought this new stand mixer and I was like, oh, I feel like I should use it. So I did it for my birthday cake. But then honestly, I probably should wait on this next cake because I don't need a whole cake by myself. That's too much. Who on off? I'm not eating. No, y'all gonna know when we get out the quarantine. I done gained 50 pounds. Hell yeah. Everybody else gonna be fat as hell. So no, no, they not. Nope. Not One me. of my friends that already lost 12 pounds. Another friend lost five. Wait One a minute. Lost let's 16. talk about these. Well, let's talk. What are these friends doing and where are they? I need to. So tips. one friend is doing two a days. Like she's working out in the morning and in the afternoon. And- and she's like walking her neighborhood. And then she also said near her apartments, there's like a hill. So she does sprints up the hill. She, she ain't got no kids, like 100 she? Yards. So she, she ain't got no kids. No. 
<laughs> I don't want to hear what nobody no listen I'm so sorry I don't want to hear about nobody who don't have no kids and who is not currently working okay okay, okay. so my friend that lost five pounds has two children and works from home okay so she mm-hmm. lost five pounds after her second child her youngest is two she started doing like a kettlebells class oh so she's not really teaching in homeschooling yes okay. she is not for no two-year-old, you're not. Well, sure, her son is six or five. Okay, let me put some more stipulations around this. I, I need to know. Don't tell me what nobody is doing who don't have no child who is in at least the second grade Ooh. and above and who's currently working. Okay, there we I go. I can't with you. Well, then I'm not going to finish telling you what they do because it's going to be a moot point. Unless, Suge, would you like to know? She yeah, know what she got to do. I want to so my I other like the walk. So my other friend does kettlebell classes or did kettlebells before this started. So she is continuing to do those. Her teacher is doing online classes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So what are y'all excited about? I'm gonna let Sugar answer today. Oh Lord. What am I excited? I'm excited. I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. So that means I get to go walk. I know, but it's been it's been a cold snap in this area, so it feels more like it's winter. Although yeah. we're we're deep in spring, it's forty six degrees right now, and I feel a way about it. I, heard I don't go outside of, unless it's sixty degrees or above. I heard some parts of Philly like snow today, but I mean, I yes. wouldn't know because I didn't get to get outside today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had flurries. I want to say yesterday. Yeah, I think it snowed like in this area, like rain and snow, mm-hmm. like wow. after there were tornadoes down south. Yep. What are you excited about, Elle? You're coming off of a birthday high. I am. So I'm excited about my birthday. I had an awesome day. It was fantabulous. And fantabulous. <laughs> yes. And what else? I told so fantabulous you, is not a word. That's why I'm I just made, made it, it a word. I just oh. made it up. I thought I was the only one noticed it. No. Nope. One time for the birthday queen. I called you yesterday with a toast. You did. And I belched and everything. She did. I was. I hate when KB does that shit. And she knows it too. She don't give a good damn. (laughs) Cannot stand it. I did. You drinking avocados at Prosecco? It's your birthday. It's sweet red. You know I like sweet red wine. Well, damn. Do I need to go get a bottle? Uh, Shit. Yeah. It's the birthday. Right. You should have been Listen. the first one on Listen. with a bottle. Wait, Shug, I told her yesterday, I said, I already started drinking for your birthday. <laughs> I had a drink behind <laughs> this one. And she was like, oh, I said, like, yeah, I've been celebrating your Been birthday. ready. Hey, figure, hey, we listen. It's Elle's my, birthday. Listen, my intent was to drink all day today since I didn't have to work, but that didn't happen because I started making this cake. Oh, and that's birthday. You should have been Because that cake would have been good. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it would have been. That thing would have been lit. You hear me? I know. It would have been great. I do have a bottle of rose chilling in the refrigerator. See, in the butter pecan, I want you, if you could have put like rum in there or like oh, that would have been, been good listen don't have me um experiment don't have me experiment and shit because listen y'all know i think southern girl desserts was on bet live earlier this i meant week, to post that yes Henny, they did they did the hennessy cupcakes Mm. I got some Hennessy here. So listen, me with this stand mixer, I can, you know, try. Well, I can't do no things because people don't buy all the damn flour from the grocery store. Oh, Mm. okay. I don't have, I'm not a baker, so I don't have those problems. Yes. So KB, do you feel better? I know you had a rough day today. 
Yeah, um, Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't like how you started <laughs> that. <laughs> I did send you guys a text of how I went into palpitations possibly earlier. And, you know, then the shit just went downhill from there. But outside of that, hey, I'm breathing. That's what I'm excited about because everybody can't say it. Amen. Very good. You listen, you're right about that. Yeah. So can we talk about how finally all these people are getting behind Joe Biden? I think they were just waiting to see who was going to be the nominee. They were. But we knew it was going to be him from jump, though. It was like... We did, but you still got to let the process play out. You Mm. do. You do. So now he has officially been been endorsed by Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Barack Hussein Obama II, President Obama. Yeah, that would have been crazy if he wouldn't have endorsed him. Of course he's going to endorse endorse him. him. Of course he was. But I think now... and. And Bernie Sanders actually said something really profound. He said that voting for Donald Trump in November would be irresponsible. Oh, and so it would glad be. you said that. I mean, but look at where we are. Right. No, but should some people acting stupid, acting like, you know, that one article I, that our listeners talked about. I mean, it's a possibility somebody gets stupid. Exactly. I'm sure they will. I feel like, you know, your, your Tiger King people are the people who voted for him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's your, that's your show, L. I think Don't your people... They're not my people. That was just an entertaining ass show. Listen, Linda, (laughs) I ain't never laughed so hard and been so fascinated in my entire life. That shit was batshit crazy. But wait, listen to this. I saw a tweet uh, where a young lady was like, she used to love to hear Obama speak. Now he just sounds like the rest. Like it was kind of like a diss to Obama. And I was just like, wait, pause, wait a minute. Are we finna start turning Obama so we're not gonna listen to him with the whole Joe Biden? Like what's happening here? The focus needs to stay on getting Trump the hell out. Like that's where the focus has to stay on. As long as the person that's running is not going to be worse than Trump, which we know Joe Biden is far from that. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? I think sometimes people just say shit on social media just to say it. Of course they do. That's so irritating to me. Right. And now that we quarantine, people do shit because they ain't got nothing but time. What ridiculous can I say today? Right. What's going to give me the most likes? You clearly ain't working from home and you clearly ain't homeschooling. That's exactly. all I'm going to say. So, Take another drink. Exactly. And other people don't have shit to do on their hands. <laughs> so the NFL is considering playing in empty stadiums in 2020, starting in the month of September. So, doc, and the thing is, is that I have liked Dr. Fossey. Isn't that the man from, and not from this mm, uh, center? That they're trying disease? to shut up. Yep. Right. They're but he's basically... Yes, but he's basically trying to say that players can be in self-isolation and can get tested on a regular basis. They basically get tested every week to make sure that they don't infect other players and their families. I don't trust it. Wait a minute. Can I just say one thing? Yes. I thought we didn't have enough tests. Like, I can't even go and get tested if I want to go home to my family in Florida Right. I can't go in nowhere and get tested, but you can you can readily test the football players on a regular basis. So yeah, we can waste tests for that. We can't use tests on like the regular person. You're not right. VIP. I, they don't care about you. You're right. they, and they don't care about these NFL players because they honestly, don't. I think that's going to backfire in their faces. So once one of them gets it and then all of them get it, then then who who do we have left? Nobody. 
And then also there's one correction. Dr. Fossey is actually the director for the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that. Okay. But yeah, so they're saying that, and then the, the players can stay in hotels in the cities where the games will be held. Who finna pay for that? My taxpayer dollars ain't finna pay for that. I don't yeah. want to pay for that. Yeah, but no, the NFL is going to pay for them yeah, to stay in hotels, oh, just like they normally do anyway when they travel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, hey. They're already Cheers sitting in hotels. That's something I'm confused. Like, yeah, they always stay. But well, what's I the deal with the half-empty stadium? Like, they're going to let some people be there? So they're saying that... So so Dr. Fossey is quoted as saying... Oh, not Dr. Fossey, I'm sorry. A person familiar with the league's plan told the Washington Post that I don't know if it'll be a one-third field stadium, a half-field stadium, or whatever. The NFL is planning for everything from playing without fans to playing in full stadiums. We know there will be a push from the federal government to open things up. But you also know the NFL draft is coming, too. Are these Listen, ticket holders? Who are these people that are going to be in these stadiums? It doesn't, it doesn't say. I, okay. Can I tell y'all how much I'm enjoying Shug drinking straight from this bottle? Like, <laughs> giving me life uh, right now. Like, my mood is changing as we speak. Like, it really is. Okay, I'm so sorry. So, so you know what I kind of want to get? I'm, I shouldn't say this. No, no, I'm not going to let you say it. I'm okay. not going to let you say it. So I'm going to call Dr. Fossey and then we're going to move on. No, don't do it, Kermit. You're not Kermit. Don't do it. Nope. Nope. So Fossey said to put players and other personnel. I can't stand you, KB. I really can't. Suge told me to. Don't listen to her. If Suge told you to jump off the Empire State Building, would you do it? I might consider because she's an engineer. And so she probably knows the distance that I can really like, drop it no, still. Be okay. No, African queen, you would die. I okay. would not die. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go. She's an engineer. No. Oh, God. <laughs> so she can tell me the distance. Y'all need a nap, both of you, because you're both ridiculous. You're both ridiculous. Okay. So right. just, just know that for all of you NFL fans, you, there might be some hope and reprieve for you coming up. Possibly. At what cost? At what cost? That yeah. part. Is Everybody it worth in the it? league dying? Exactly. So did you all hear about the Michigan residents who've protested against the governor? I've already given my statement. You have? You didn't hear my statement in this last segment? What did you say? Um, I don't think I'd be upset if Michigan people... Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that, KB. Okay, can we just put a bubble around Michigan, though? Like, nobody can leave Michigan? Sure. Sure, but so actually, if they want to lollygag and do what they want to do and protest, they don't want to stay indoors. Can we let just them, let them stay and stay let, let them do that there and just they sure. can't get out of this state. Sure, okay. that's all I want. That's it. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell the story. I'm just so sorry. No problem. So the Michigan Conservative Coalition organized Operation Gridlock in Lansing. So thousands of people drove into Lansing and surrounded the Michigan State Capitol to create a traffic jam, a symbolic gesture of their disagreement with Mayor, I'm sorry, not Mayor, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's Stay Safe, Stay Home Directive. So these people are really upset. Like they had Trump signs. They had all types of signs uh, letting her know that they were not feeling her stay at home order. Okay, let them get sick and die. Next. That's what I said. You told me don't say it. No, let, she didn't. I let them. Let them. Oh, that's I, I, I just want to put a bubble around the situation, though, so that nobody else, you know, has to suffer with that. 
Unfortunately, that's not how the thing, how things always work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying. So as time has gone on and people are losing their jobs, this past week, more than 5 million people filed for unemployment. So now we are at a total of 22 million Americans who are unemployed. Mm. And that's who I think should be getting these stimulus checks. Like all these small business loans and everything. Did you hear... And all, as much as I love Ruth Chris because they're my favorite restaurant. Yeah, but I thought about you and I saw They this. do not need twenty million dollars. They don't. They don't. So at you all. Know, unless are you gonna are you putting the employees to work? Are you giving them they, checks? They like what are you doing? What is, they said that's what it's for because they employ what? five thousand people. But well, well, well. I think <laughs> I saw an article that said the president of Ruth Chris got a hundred dollar a hundred thousand dollar bonus. See? No, no. That's what I believe that's it. what I read. That's I what I it. saw. But I also, right. So essentially the thing is with the loans or with the program that is supposed to fund small businesses, it had a budget of $349 million. That money has run out. It's gone. So people already. who right, already. So honestly, like people who are, you know, entrepreneurs who Real have their businesses. own business, right? Small businesses. They they don't have that money. They, they, they like so. How are they supposed to sustain themselves? How are they, they supposed to live? Because the system isn't designed for them. We already no. knew that this was a setup for Trump and his friends for big and, business. Yes, for exactly. big business. It was not for small business owners at all. Right. And so, let me tell you another group that's going to be on the come up with this whole stimulus check and stuff is that group, um, and I hate to say it, but they're like the elderly. You think about the mm-hmm. retirees, they don't really need a stimulus check. What do you need a stimulus check? You're getting your social security and you're probably getting your retirement check. You weren't working before. Why do you need a stimulus check? Well, because some people are on fixed incomes though, too, KB. But they, they nothing's changed for them. That's why I'm saying what oh, you just said. Saying. It's for the people who have lost mm-hmm. their jobs. Your income has been affected. If your income is not affected, why are you getting a check? I'm still asking the question. So, well, I think because I... Cause we just give them a boost to the economy. Let's just call it a boost to the economy. Well, it's that's not, what it is. What are they so, only so, doing it for certain people? I'm still so mad. Well, we're talking about two. I know. Somebody answer that question. Separate, so we're talking about two separate things. So <sighs> one thing is the loan for small businesses, right? That is mm-hmm. for small business owners, the entrepreneurs, their sole proprietorships, where people basically work for themselves. That $349 million was supposed to go to them. I get the that econo- part. Right. So the economic stimulus money was not necessarily for it was written as a COVID. it was yeah. right it was written for covid because people aren't spending money like they normally do people aren't buying gas like they normally would Mm-mm. people aren't shopping like they normally would we shopping more we had a grocery store every damn day well grocery store but stores like macy's nordstrom's like department yeah. stores they're not getting that they're income. not getting yeah they're not getting Mm-mm. that income like they normally would so for like and the thing is is that thankfully between the three of us like none of us have been affected with losing our jobs or having pay cuts. Amen. However, Amen. but we are also not buying as much as we normally would. Like, who, yeah, that discretionary yeah. income is. Yeah, mm-mm. I don't know. I feel like I'm still spending. I don't know what I'm spending. Mm-mm. My not money like, is going toward. Like, it's going on. My money going but, toward bills. Yeah, like I mean, it always went towards bills. That ain't changed. No, like I'm focused on because I'm taking this time to try and get out of debt. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have money to 
to be spinning out, like going to the club or drinking or Your happy hours. Club before. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that money to go out to the movies or, you know, right. get a pedicure or doing my hair, things of yes. that nature. So yes. that money is now going toward credit cards and loans and things of that. So I can come out of this situation better than I came in. Shout out to New Psalms Baptist Church. That was a sermon. Going out better than you came in. Amen. Mm. Okay, come on. Uh, what can I do to church shake? Mm. Right. Mm. So but no, also, one of the things I want to say, uh, yes. one of the things I would like to actually add is that, like you said, by spending, man, listen, people are figuring out ways. So I'll say the new movie Trolls came out. I mm-hmm. can't tell y'all mm-hmm. how angry I was about that movie. Why? Mm. Super angry. The genres of music that they decided to highlight, mm-hmm. they, I did a hashtag trolls so white oh did so it anyway, catch on movie, yeah huh did it catch on did people I start retweeting probably it? not because i don't really fuck with twitter and oh okay flowers, she just but... posted it ran out <laughs> okay <laughs> she did a twitter <laughs> drive-by <laughs> <laughs> just showed a shot in his left but anyway the point is that like that movie cost us twenty dollars that was a lot. So it's like, oh, yeah. well, I'm going to see how I can recoup some of this during this time. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying, L. I have to look at it like that. I think I'm just salty. And you, you know what? Just call me out on that. Uh, it's fine. I'm okay. okay. It's, but it's fine. And it's also understandable, right? Because like everybody's way of life has been affected and has been changed mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. And I think that we all have to allow ourselves a little bit of grace because we've never been in a situation before. So like, we're all trying to figure it out. Like we've yeah. been in the house, or at least me, like I've been in the house for a month. It's been a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a month. And mm-hmm. Like, thankfully, I don't no, know. No, a little I'm, over a month. Yes, a little over a month. So I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we just have to kind of think about the things that are positive mm-hmm. and try to think of some good things. So one thing that a student did who was part of the class of 2020 suggested that former President Barack Obama become the class of 2020 or America's class of 2020 commitment speaker. So I think that's a great suggestion. I don't know if he's going to take the student up on the request. I believe but I think will. it's a I great hope he request. Does. No, he it is. Ain't like he, it, it ain't he ain't got nowhere else to go, yeah, and that would do. be positive yes. for the nation, and that would uplift the spirits. And then also, let me say this 2020 challenge of people posting their old graduation pictures. Stop doing that shit because that's like rubbing salt in a wound. True These story. children do not get that same opportunity. They will not have that experience. So it's not about oh, I you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Let's focus on the fact that they're not going to have these memories that you guys have. So you posting pictures of you at prom and in your cap and gown, they don't get that opportunity. So please stop doing that. It's not fair to them. I agree. I didn't know. So I thought that maybe in the fall, mm-hmm. they would allow them to have a graduation because that was a point that was brought to me. You know, KB, everybody doesn't go to college. So for you to only Mm -hmm. you know allow for certain people to do something like I I get that like that would be you know like I think they should have a high school graduation even if it's later Mm -hmm. you know maybe there's a a slew of graduations in the fall just so that they could have that experience but I agree with you completely like people don't get that I didn't know it was a a challenge I'm I can't Mm -hmm. keep up with the challenges 
I just can't. And I'm not. Yeah, well, it's a lot. And don't feel like you should have to. Like, they however, might. yes, because it's too much and I don't even try. So last week, I told you all about this phone call I got after the virtual happy hour. Wait, Shout out to tell, Houston. Tell this story again, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So you just I, told it in the group text now. You just I told did. I didn't tell y'all like verbatim. So I have an ex who was my first. Ooh. Child. Listen. Hey. No, no, no. Oh, no, with no, the slow, no. with the slow, with the grind. No, no, no. Slow, so slow, with the slow, with I the was, grind. I was sitting on the couch. Stop. So I was sitting on the couch. I had just gotten off the phone with KB. I was clearly a little lit because we were drinking during the virtual happy hour. Always. So my phone rings and I'm like, who is this? It said Houston. So I thought it was a friend that went to fam. No, mm. it's someone else. Mm. The first. And like we're talking, like catching up. He's like, Oh, I'm surprised you still have the same phone number, blah, 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 blah. So we're talking, we're catching each other up. He is now married with three children. The last time I talked to him, he was single and had one child. And let me just say, that's a whole tribe. Go. Yes, it is. So, why you just laugh, That's a whole Look, more than two is a tribe, dog. When it get, when it's more than two, it is a tribe. I cannot stand you. Nah. So, so we're talking, and he basically tells me without you know any prompting from me, like he volunteered this information that essentially the only reason why he got married is because. Apparently, the girl was very aggressive. Look at Shug's face. I can't see you. So, like, essentially, like, I guess they reconnected because they grew up together. So, when he was home visiting, like, they reconnected. Like, she was willing to move to where he lived, to Colorado, because that's where he was living at the time. Oh, she was chasing a dick. Yes, okay. she was. Okay. And I hope that he... Well, thanks, Shug. I'm just saying. She moved to Colorado. Ain't no Black people in Colorado. Who it's live in Colorado? Right. It's not. I ain't going. But also, can I... I ain't I going probably, to New Hampshire. I ain't going to I Boston. Vermont. Right. I ain't going to none of them places. <laughs> so, so let me say this, and I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to say it. I just hope that his dick game got stronger because when we were together, it oh, wasn't... Oh, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm so ready? sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Who was they ready? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, well, he so, has... He has three people to prove that maybe it did. Nah, just because it works doesn't mean it's good. That's what all that means. Just because it works. Them swimmers swimming. That's Ugh. all that means. Exactly. Just he was your it, first, so y'all were young. Well, that's true. And now the older me, I'm saying, that's why I'm like, I just hope that he has gotten better to make this woman travel to Colorado. Yeah, she moved to Colorado, Colorado. So, I mean, he was working with some. Exactly. So, in any event... She Big moved game. to Colorado, right? She moved to Colorado. <laughs> she got pregnant, and he did not we want. We got married because she got pregnant. I hate you. <laughs> so essentially, but wait though, he he said that he did not want to have another child in the same situation that he had his son in. Like his son's mother lives in Florida. And oh, I hate you so much, Suge. And he didn't want his second child to grow up in the same situation so yeah so he married her excuses hit it it. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so yes i i can co-sign to that well not that particular story but Mm -hmm. one of my friends i was actually talking to her about this 
because we knew we were going to kind of, you know, dive into this topic. And she actually, and I went to her wedding. Like I, <laughs> my ex-husband and I were at her wedding. Like I remember mm-hmm. it like it was yesterday because our daughter was so little and one of our line sisters watched her. And that's when another one of our line sisters accidentally like drank my breast milk. Mm, another story. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she thought she was going to test it and she didn't know it was breast milk. I think she thought it was formula. So she like drunk my breast milk a little bit. It's just a little taste. Anyway. I digress oh, on that, that particular point. However, wait, the guests are laughing. Well, they should. That's funny. what happened. And so she actually told me that she got married because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I, I never asked her that. I thought that, yeah, I knew she was pregnant while she was getting married, but I just figured they were going to get married anyway. anyway. So they went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. But to hear a woman, because you'll hear a dude say that, but to All hear a woman say yeah. that, I was kind of blown. I was like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> and I just kind of left it as that. But yes, it's people that actually do that from both sides. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and she's actually Muslim, but. Oh, know, now wait crazy. a minute. Now she that's real? interesting. But I mean, I think that plays into, I think her religion also plays. I think it plays into it. Mm. Absolutely. Christian though now, like she converted back. So, I mean, you know, you got to think about it. Like you said, her family said that was the right thing Mm -hmm. to do. So I think definitely religion plays into a lot of those kind of cases like that. So, I mean, I'm not too surprised that somebody would say that, but, you know, just to kind of put a button on Houston. We call that motherfucker Houston. Houston. Yes, we are. H-town. I mean, it's so hard to really believe guys sometimes when they say stuff like that because they'll talk dirty a little bit because they piss. You know what I mean? Like, I know my ex-husband went and talked about me to other people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't talk about his ass Same. dirty right. little body because that's, like, I married you. So, hell, you couldn't have been too bad. Right. So, you know, I think that sometimes guys say that or people say that. Let's just say people because girls can probably I, do it too. Right. Because can just I say he's a, right. I think he was trying to get in your draw. <laughs> Nigga, he in Houston. Like, what are we talking about? But also, a he's the second dude to tell me that. Oh. Like, he's not dude's the first. Tell, dudes well, say that all the time. Say. I think okay. a lot of people say that all the time. Well, we only got married because she got pregnant. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, that's what happens when you have sex. Right. Like, and then, sex. exactly. And then unprotected sex at that. Like, I don't understand right. why people get surprised, like, act surprised when shit happens. Like, do you not know what can happen when... But in any event, that's also another story for another day. Also, our listeners have heard from Suge and KB about their marriages. So, mm-hmm. like, just that conversation made me think, you know, let's ask some other people and bring some more folks into the conversation about why they got married. So I think this is a perfect timing. So, yes, we have a nice little panel today. I'm if excited. I don't say so myself. I put it I'm together excited. myself. I just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, kudos to you. Nah, because you know, y'all be having ideas and don't be seeing shit through. But anyway. Whoa, KB, we're not doing that. It's I'm a so sorry. no. I'm so sorry. I'm not cursing. Okay. I'm not cursing. I'm so sorry. So, anyway, <laughs> we have three guests today. We have Dang. Shout out to Dang. What's up, Dang? Let's let the people hear your voice. Hey, everybody. All right. We have Reggie on. What's up, Reggie? Uh, What's up? And then we have, I mean, I've actually known this person for some years, like years, years. Uh, we have T on. What's up, T? Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey, T. So uh, hey. we brought this particular group together because they are in one of these categories, either, you know, married, now divorced, married, still married, or married, actually remarried. 
And so I think we have some really interesting stories and some really good questions to ask because as Elle stated already, you guys have heard from us as to why Suge and I got married and now we're both unfortunately divorced or maybe fortunately, I don't know. Fortunately. Yeah, I was gonna say, she say fortunately. So, (laughs) you know, we both have been there, done that, got a t-shirt. So we figured like, why not bring on other people that, you know, especially hearing from a male perspective, why they got married and kind of like that journey. So I definitely want to maybe just open it up and just maybe ask that question. Like what led you to the altar? Whichever. And I'll ask Dane first. Is it because I'm not black? That's why I got to go first? Ah, you petty, Dane. Now listen, KB is the only one that yeah. questioned um, tell, tell your ethnicity. <laughs> KB is the only Sam. one. That was not you or Because Sue. my friend didn't give me the heads up that he wasn't looking black. I was just like, oh, wait a minute. What color are Hey, I, I got a black mask. I'll put that on for you. Dang it. So what I got, um, what's your current situation? First of all, what's your current like status? Current status, divorced, but seriously seeing somebody working on getting married. Hey. Planning right. to get married. So Oh. Yay, I love black yeah. love. Is it black? Be- be- beige and uh, caramel. Spades and caramel love. Dang, listen, I know you are black. I never question your ethnicity. That was all KB. Please don't sound oh, like that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you know, me getting married the first time, I lost my mind when I got to Tallahassee. Oh. Absolutely oh. lost my mind. I was off the chain. And grew up, um, grew up in a family. My uh, My parents have been together there. My dad's 86, mom's 83. Wow. Oh, wow. They've been together for 50, 50 something years. Wow. Um, so they've been together a long time, have a successful marriage. I was stubborn. And so when I got to Tallahassee, I lost my mind and went out and did all kinds of craziness. And I finally started wanting to settle down when I really got away from Tallahassee when I got to Tampa and um, ended up meeting somebody and everything just clicked. Really, the attraction really at the beginning was her kids before it was her. Really? Um, mm-hmm. And then we uh, we met at a barbecue, actually my first day back to Tampa. And kind of from that point on, it was just within a year, we were married. Wow. So just, um, you know, background, I think everybody's background plays a lot into why they get married. I don't have an excuse why I married the person. You marry who you think that person is at the time. And for me, as I matured and as I got older, I learned to be able to sit back and really observe people. Observe not what they say, but the actions. Do the actions match up with what they say? Because all those things, um, it's real easy to fall in love. Love is blind. So it's an emotion. So it doesn't have any reason. And very little on this planet is based off of something that lacks reason. So for me, you know, is sitting back and making sure that you really know who the person is. But back then, boy, I sure fell in love with somebody and lost my mind and threw reason out the window. So Question, how old were you? Oh, I was 32, 32, 33, 33. Okay. Okay. Rich. How, wait, how long were you married? Five and a half years. Oh, okay. Oh, gave it a nice go. Okay. Mm-hmm. She said gave it a nice go. He did. Gave it a nice... He tried. <laughs> Reg, what's your story? Uh, So it's kind of similar to what Dan Why said. are you asking him the story? You just want to know the story? <laughs> what, what, what's the, what's the story? KB? Oh, I'm so sorry. 
What? What? Okay. So, so it, it was kind of similar to what Dang said. So, okay. I met my spouse when we were kids. Like we went to the same church and everything. So that's how we met. But Aww. I mean, of course it was like time and distance in between it. And then like we reconnected, I guess, in our adult years. But kind of like what Dang said on my mom's side of the family, like my grandparents were married for 58 years before my granddad passed. My parents have been together for over 40 years. Um, and two of my aunts have been married for like damn near 40 years, somewhere between 35 and 40. So that's kind of just what I knew. Like you grow up, you settle down, you become an adult and you handle your responsibility. So um, it was just kind of like the logical next step. And, you know, like Dane said too, coming off of college, I wouldn't say that I was like particularly wild or did anything crazy in college, but it's like, okay, that phase has passed. And, you know, it's kind of like biblical. When you become a man, you put away childish things. You know what I mean? So it was just like the logical next step. Makes sense. And how long have you been married? Uh, Four years. Okay. T, tell us your story. Oh, man, they got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, T. I was, oh, man. So this is my third marriage. I've been married for six months. On the October the 10th, made six months. Oh, newlyweds. Congratulations. Not October. What month are we? April. April 10th, made six months. So thank you. I'm going to talk about this one first. This one, okay. I, can't, I can't say it was love at first sight because it wasn't. Oh, okay. We've known each other for like seven years. Um, he w- He's in the military. He came to where I work at, and that's how we met. Long story short, I invited him to church, and he came to church, and he joined the church. But at that time, I was in a relationship. He was uh-huh. in a relationship, right? And okay. we were just we were just real good friends for seven straight years, strictly platonic. Like, people were asking, well, why aren't y'all there? And I was like, ooh, mm-mm. I would never, like, I could never see myself with them. And then the tables turned. Like, you should never say never. I got I got married before I married when I was married, my second marriage. And I think we stayed married for, like, a year and a half. And he was married. They, they stayed married for, like, two years. And then we both, I don't know, things just changed. He got out of his marriage. I got out of my marriage. And we just came back around. And it's it's, it's kind of like God just was like opened our eyes to each other because neither one of us were like, ooh, I want you. You know, it was never like that. It was we were just friends. And so we just, I don't know, we started kicking it one day. And then the next day we were married. Like, it really seems like it happened that quick. And he's like, he's my friend, you know, so that's, I think that's the difference between my second marriage and this marriage, because we were actually friends. Like, we worship together, we work together, we go home together, like, we do everything together, and it's, it's going to bless you. And he the bros. That's all. I'm and he say. the bros. Look, <laughs> I can't. You know, Shug <laughs> don't really like that. She don't like the bros. Shug's not a fan. <laughs> yeah. We both were married to bros. That's why she told us. Don't worry about it. See, she was married to a bro, and I, I think I'm that's not married great. to bros still. Like I'm okay with the bros still. Well, should I be scared? Like, I mean, uh, uh, no. Just don't worry about it. Don't, no, you just, shouldn't. Just don't listen right. to nothing Shug said tonight. Exactly. So what? Not regarding them. What do you mean by the bros? What is the bros? Don't do that. No, 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 I'm saying for people on the podcast that might not know. People that's listening and they might not know. Well, our listeners know when we say the bros. Oh, my bad. We mean Omega they know who we are. Fraternity Incorporated. 
All right, I'll, I'll be quiet. Because they know us. <laughs> and they know what we represent. Well, yeah, for the new people. We're yes. talking about the cues. That part. Anyway. So are you going to tell us about and the so first that marriage? The, and, oh, really? I remember the first one. I well, know you remember the first there. one because you stopped talking to me for like three years. Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. Wait. Right. Shade of it all. <laughs> you've been petty a long time, is what you're telling me. Wasn't going to tell that bar. Really, I wasn't. So KB has been petty for a very long time, T. That's wait, what it sounds like to me. That's you know, I love my friend. I love my friend. I, I think she had good reason. At the end of the day, I think she had good reason. That's what I'm going to say. I bring it back around like that. Kyle, but she okay. did stop talking to me for three years, but um, we don't need that at that. Okay. So the first one, I was young. I was 22 when I got married, and he was my best friend. Like, that was why I married him. He was my absolute best friend. Like, I don't have the stories of, oh, my grandparents are married for 40 years. and my, I didn't see those examples. So we got married, and we were just kind of figuring it out as we went. I think I, I fell in love with his family because they were real close niche family and I was closer to his parents than I worked to my own. Mm-hmm. So that that made it easy for me to be like, man, I want some of this because it was something I had never had. And then like I said, he was my best friend and I was I left and went to the military and he came along with me. And that was just the next logical step was okay, well, we're in the military, we gotta get married so that you can leave and you can go with me. And it just made sense. That didn't work. When I sit back and look at it, it was because both of us had our faults. We were young. I probably wasn't doing some things that I should have been doing as a wife. And he wasn't doing some things or was doing some things that he shouldn't have been doing as a husband. So I I, I take that. And we both played a big part. I absolutely take my fault in that. But it was fun of it. It was definitely for the best. Okay. So for Dang and T, since you all have been married before and have either remarried or thinking about getting remarried, what made you want to do it again or want to reconsider getting married again? So my second marriage, I shouldn't have got married in the first place because he was cheating on me the entire time that we were dating. Oh, and um, got somebody this. pregnant. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, I didn't co-sign that. Why are you even oh, telling me that? Because oh. I, because I didn't know. She was probably know. embarrassed. So, 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 yeah. I can't even say I didn't know. When I found out about it, I didn't tell anybody. Oh, mm-hmm. like. And then I think I was, I had just gotten into the church real good. So, you know, I'm praying um, and I'm reading all these books and I'm just like, okay, God, he loves me. It was a mistake. We all make mistakes, you know, so he's going to do right. So I was okay. I'm not going nowhere. And it was kind of like, I had to show her up, you know, it was like, well, I won. Um, so yeah. I'm going to do this to show her that I'm the winner. I got the prize when in reality, she could have had the prize, you know, but mm-hmm. I did it and my, I got a blessing out. I have, I got a baby out of it and she, she's a joy. My little anointed child. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shout but, out. But the reason, but so, cause I wanted to be married, like mm-hmm. it, I, the union, just the, the whole, and then I have, I have, I have a son. And it's like, I want him to have a male figure in the house that he can look up to and that can teach him and he can, you know, be an example that can be an example for him. So I wanted to be married. I've always wanted to be married. And 
like I said, the second marriage, I knew it was a mistake. So then this time it's like, okay, I'm going to do this the right way. You know, I'm going into this eyes wide open. We've been friends for so long. We're going to do this and we're going to do it right. And both of us are in the church. So it's like, we can't be shacking. We can't be, you know, we got to do this the right way. So, hey. Amen. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. So, Dang, why are you considering getting remarried? Well, I'll just put it this way. When you end up going through transition, as far maturity transition, I should say, and you learn to observe people, there are some people that when you observe them and you're able to see who they are when they're talking to other people, how they treat old people, how they treat other people's kids, how they treat bartenders, servers, hostesses, all the people around them. At some point, you, if you're going to be with that person, you're going to be that person. You're going to be that child. That person might end up changing your diaper for you one day. Mm-hmm. You're going to be that old person. You're going to be the person that's serving them, that's taking care of them. How do they treat you? So I've had a chance to be able to see her in a whole bunch of different settings and just impressive to see someone that has overcome challenges that she's had to go through and end up being the kind of person that she is now. We have some challenges between her and I, but they're they're more, it takes time to be able to get to know the person. It takes time to get to know how you can be that other Lego piece to that person to be able to keep that person standing up. But I knew kind of early on that there was something very different about her. But, you know, the last six months, yeah, it's one of those things where you you see a person, you just don't want to not have them in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, good things happen, I want to share it. Bad things happen, that's the first person I want to share it with. She does the same thing with me. And so, you know, I've seen my parents go, I didn't obviously didn't see the the in love part early on and before I was around, but I've seen my parents have a, a successful marriage and show love and respect to each other. But I've also seen them get to a point where intimacy was no longer there, but what they have is based off of their best friends. You know, I literally, if something happens to my mom, I don't think my dad would be too far behind and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, all the things that drove me crazy about my parents are all the things that I want now. And I tell them all the time, every time I talk to them, um, that I'm jealous of what they have. I'm like, I wish I could have found that when I was in my 20s. You know, where you, would I be now? And let me ask you this, because I think sometimes we paint these pictures. And I know I've had conversation with my friends in the past. <laughs> Even with those older marriages, like those people that have been married for 20, 30, 40 years, you know, it wasn't always easy. It wasn't a, a, a cakewalk, mm-hmm. right? But they were able to do some sacrifices. So you you understand that, right? Even though you know that your parents are still together, you know that they had to be some trials and tribulations that went along with that relationship, though, correct? And that, that's for everybody else, Major. too. You know, I know, Reggie, your parents are still married and have been together. And T, I know your parents, well, your stepfather and your mom are still together. So we all understand that those relationships still come with trials and tribulations regardless. I think the challenge for a lot of people in relationships, especially these days, last, I don't know, 70, 60, 70 years, probably the family, the family structure has changed, not just with African-Americans, with everyone because of the economy. You have two spouses working. You have two careers. You have two of everything. 
the things that typically were family oriented now become kind of like you're tossing a hot potato back and forth of who's going to do what. Mm -hmm. Um, So life becomes hectic. The roles of a woman and the role of a man never change. But people want to have a certain vision of, oh, I want to have this amazing wedding. I want to have this dress, all this stuff. But then when it comes time to be a wife or for the man, it comes time to be a husband. Nobody acts like they know how to do it. Um, They don't know how to fill their role. If a man is supposed to lead, he doesn't lead by telling his wife what to do. He leads by being a leader. And being a leader means that you need to be understanding, sensitive, compassionate, empathetic to the woman that you're with, knowing how much she brings to the table, knowing that you couldn't have a baby, knowing that there's organization, there's all kinds of things that you could never do as a man. And that's awesome. That's all right. But I think today people get, they get too, they get too taken with people being confused. You only live once and all these different models people live with and they wonder why their relationships don't work. And I think it's a struggle with men, women. I know for me, every day is something I, I have to become a better man. I have to become a better man for the person that I'm with, for the kids that she has. I have to be the best stepfather and the best man that I can be so that I can be the role model. And I just think a lot of people are confused with that. Okay. And Reggie, you had something that you wanted to say. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, two things. So one thing, um, when KB had said that my parents were still together, kind of unique story there. Um, they've been together since like 1975 or 76, but they got divorced for a while and then they remarried each other. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was that was the first time I had ever heard of that when that happened. But to Dang's point, and also T touched on it briefly about the roles and she was like you know I wasn't doing some stuff as a wife that's actually the first time I ever heard a woman ever say that and she was like he wasn't doing some stuff as a husband and then like Dane said everybody wants to be so hands off and we see it at work all the time oh that's not my job like everybody can tell you what their job is not but then if you turn around and ask that same person well what is your job then very rarely can they tell you Mm -hmm. concisely you know so everybody's like afraid of doing too much work or, you know, I wash dishes two days and you only washed it once. So now, you know, just little stuff. Cause once you boil it down a lot of times, it's not always a major scandal. It's not, you know, a side baby. It's like, it's little stuff. So. So question Reggie for you, what was it that made you get married? How did you know that your wife was the one? I had been praying about it and I already I had a child from a um, previous relationship. So that kind of heightened my sense for somewhat needing to settle down. Because like I said, because of my upbringing, I always had this vision where I would get married and then have kids and all of that stuff. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm already in violation. So I can't risk allowing something like that to happen again. So, you know, whatever I end up doing next, it needs to be something that I know can be serious and go to distance and, you know, end up in a marriage because that should be the ultimate goal. So that was kind of what made me think marriage was for me. And then, like I say, I kind of already had that rapport there because I already um, knew my wife and her family and all of that stuff. So it kind of accelerated things but 
that was just my mentality. I'm like, okay, I'm here and that's the next step. Like, I, I mean, I really just wasn't trying to just kind of hang. I, I never been into like the whole quote unquote bachelor thing where it's like a race to see how many girls you can get and all that. Like some people are into that and I'm not knocking that if that's what you're into, but I just, I've never really been into that. So it's like, all right, now what? You know, so it was, again, just kind of like the next logical thing. And I'll say this. I'm impressed with all three of you guys. Well, not really you, Reggie, because it's your first marriage and your only marriage. You ain't. Oh, you pay. Lord, how No, Thank God. Thank God. I'm thanking them. But I think for me, and it was something, you know, I, I texted the ladies today because I had an incident. <laughs> I text the ladies today because I literally get palpitations. And I've said this on the show before. Like I, I get anxious if someone comes to me or I feel like they're trying to talk to me. Like I start getting antsy because I think I'm still, I, even though I thought I had recovered from that last situation in my, my last marriage, I'm realizing more today that I evidently still have things to work through because mm-hmm. I try to avoid people. That's and a problem. Same. I, I mean, I, I know I, I know. You know, but I make up things like I will find something wrong with you. Sabotage. I, will, I sabotage your shit. Block your own blessings. I don't know if they blessings yet. But, they the, the jury is up. But like what T said though, what if like everybody's not necessarily always trying to be in a relationship? Like somebody might just think you're cool. You might end up on a platonic tilt for four, five, six, seven years, ten years. You know what I'm saying? I, like you just, you never really know. And above and beyond that, even not necessarily on the platonic side of it, like might just be a good professional contact. Might you know? I don't they need might no more contacts. I don't need no more contacts. KB, you got the wrong mindset, KB. <laughs> no, I do. Okay, but Reggie, know who I am. I'm, I'm gonna pray for both of y'all because both of y'all, yeah. Mm. What mm-hmm. you know, and I admire T because Tia come and she's just like this person who just loves love and has no problem me, falling T. in love. T, I in love. No, T, I need to because you on three and I'm like I don't even know if I could do number two. Number one was just it was a lot. So because one was a lot. It was I a lot. I think because you have to have an open mind and you have to realize that everybody is not the same. Oh my God! Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, somebody I keep meeting the same old me. foes, though. So That's the problem. So, so, so dang, yes, I it's me. Yes, yes. It's That's, me what not That's what I hear <laughs> today. I'd be like, it's me, not you. It is. Oh, dang. I'm a, I see you have a response. So I'm going to say, like, T, that's why I try to tell them all the time. Like, like, we cannot make our new person, our potential person, pay for the mistakes of the old person. And I think we do, like men and women do that a lot. And, but then, oh, go I don't ahead, think I'm sorry, making them I'm pay. But I just stay away. I'm just trying then that's to making them pay. I'm trying to put room distance. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it making them pay though. If she's staying away. Like, yeah, no, like no, I feel like when I is. like do this. But, she, but I mean, if she got some apprehensions or something, then that might be doing me a favor. Like, right. okay, cool. Thank you. you. Know? So I'm doing people favors but out here. I think so, it's important you, to know you what tell you her want, though. Right. You have to know what you want. If you don't know what you want, then you, of course you're going to go out there and you're going to think that everybody's the same. Everybody's just out to get you because like not it's it's you. Not that it's you in a bad way, but it's like you have to figure out what you want, where you're going and, and what type of person you want. I so know what I kind can, of person I want, T, but then I back down and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. It's going to turn out the so same way. Yes, we got to Dang had a comment. One second. Yes, Dang. 
So for two people to be able to work together, you know, we always talk about clicking or, you know, there being a, a connection. You always have to see what level of connection that you actually have with a person. Mm-hmm. And there's real simple things that you can do to find out whether or not you and that person think on the same line. If you ask somebody the question, what does love mean? Ask it exactly like that. What does love mean? See what answer you get. Are you going to get the Webster's Dictionary answer? Or are you going to get, well, love means to me, and then something that takes you down a path that comes from all of the screwed up relationships and screwed up situations that they've had, and now they're, now they're off in left field, and they forgot the dictionary. Love hasn't changed. Love is selfless. Very simply, love is selfless. That means you give up of yourself. If you watch a person, you're observant of a person, you, you know, this is, you know, T, when you found out that the guy that you were about to marry, or I think it was the guy that you were engaged to, was cheating on you, right there, cheating is, a, is an act of selfishness, mm-hmm. period. Right. People make mistakes, but actively cheating, that's an act of selfishness. So right there, that just lets you know that, hey, listen, what other signs did I miss? Mm-hmm. This doesn't become a bashing. That doesn't become a bashing of the person. Oh, they're a cheater. They're this horrible person. No, it becomes a refinement of how you think and how you process yes. information that you see and you choose not to process because you're in love. Right. Once again, you go back to being in love is an emotion and it blinds you. Don't be blinded. I'm not. I'm not. I, I know that I get blinded. we all imperfect. But at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you're on the same wavelength as a person. If you make a mistake, are you quick to apologize and be like, man, I screwed up? Or how is that person that you're with? Are they never wanting to take accountability for the mistakes that they make? How do you think that's going to play out once you're married? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> but do you, I mean, but you do y'all think people code switch? Do y'all Please. think people act one way to get in a relationship? Not Absolutely. even necessarily with marriage. Yeah. Yeah. A representative. That's called All a representative. Yes. I, and I, and and I, I think, think I'm so straightforward, though. Like, you know, if you want to talk to me from junk, because I'm going to be you. You are one of the few people, I will say, put it all the way out there. But I think <laughs> I think the first, <laughs> let go. You know I mean? the first, at least the first <laughs> month or two. It's been like this since how long? You know me how <laughs> many years? Okay. <laughs> the first month or two, I think, is a representative. Three no, months. ain't never no representative of me. Yeah. But listen, let me tell y'all a funny story. T said, T said, KB, you either like you or you just don't. Like, it's just one of the two. It's really, and I think when you first meet me, you kind of know in like the first couple conversations because everything don't come out. But yes, I feel like everybody has a representative and I shouldn't say everybody, but you have this representative, right? You may not let everything out, but it's going to come out. You just have mm-hmm. to listen. Eventually. Yes, that's you the key. You have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's uh-huh. always there. You just ignored it. And mm-hmm. we ignore certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've ignored things and been like, oh, well, everything else is okay with this person. Guilty. We just have this one thing, you know, mm-hmm. but I refuse to do some dumb shit again. So, so I think I it's important know. to be friends first. Like you have to yes. be friends and have a real relationship with that person first. Do you fuck your friends? I mean, 
Katie, well, that's that, a conversation that for another. That's for that Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, that's nah, something that, that does that does change things. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even friends. It's more like fuck buddies. Right. Like, and if that's what you want, that's what you want. But make but it clear. Honest. Make right. it clear up front. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I'm trying to make up a lost time. You know what? <laughs> oh God! So, I'm question, done. question for all of the guests. KB, you done. shut up. Um, so, question. <laughs> what you saying? Right? No, no, it was so harsh. I, I just said no more drinks. Right. <laughs> Clearly, because the, the comments been kind of ramping up. Right. <laughs> I don't want to see what the next one might be. Oh, Three more comments from this point right here. <laughs> oh, All right. What lessons have you learned from past relationships that help you in your current relationships? Mm-hmm. Where a relationship should be one. <laughs> Please let it be one. Yeah, it's one. For the married people on the podcast, right, it right. better be one. The married and committed people on the podcast. <laughs> we have one committed. Yes, yes, uh, one. I think. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Because I've been wanting you to go first the whole time. <laughs> she, she always go me and dang I'm like I thought the ladies go first you know what it's just because of how they laid out on my screen yo. Oh, I swear that's all it is T yeah. is like the last one okay go ahead T so, so I think what I've learned is that everything has to be intentional mm-hmm. like you can't have ass anything and it takes work so you have in communication so I think that was that was something that I lacked in my both of my last so my last both of marriages, I lacked communication and I wasn't as intentional about certain things that I should, you know, as intentional as I should have been. And me, I'm the type of person, I'm quick to throw my hands up. Like if something's not going the way I feel it should go, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I check out mentally and then I'm gone. So I think that's something else I learned that I just can't quit if it's, if, if it's not something that's hurting me or my kids or you know, if you're not being unfaithful or, you know, if things can be worked through. That's, I think that's the biggest thing is that I can't just get up and run. I have to communicate and intentionally work through it to make it work because it takes intentional work. <laughs> I agree. And to piggyback off of that, I think we need to be intentional all the time mm-hmm. because if somebody pissed you off or something, you're going to be intentional and let them know hey, you had me fucked up earlier. But on the flip side of that, you know, we're not as intentional about maybe giving kudos or, you know, a pat on the back or, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I know you had a rough day. I'll take care of dinner today or whatever. But all the other stuff, people make sure to be intentional about that. But also, I think compromise is the biggest thing that I probably learned just over the course of my adult life. Because things aren't always going to go your way it has to be a give and take you know like mm-hmm. i might want to go to a football game you might want to go to the opera hey let's do both you know it can't just always be we got season tickets and we going to the game every sunday and every time the opera come up i'm like oh no nah, i'm straight or oh, i'm busy oh, i don't feel good i got yeah because i fight you, know? you. Mm. yeah so oh, you man. you you okay. have to you have to compromise but compromise <laughs> any definition in dealing with a relationship, be it a marriage, a courtship, whatever, it has to be equal on both sides. It's like algebra. Like mm-hmm. whatever you do, you got to do it on both sides. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it get too one sided, somebody's probably gonna get burnt out, or somebody's feelings gonna get hurt, or something, or you're just gonna drift apart. But 
everybody got to feel a part of it. That's also in dance. I just want to say that. Hmm? In dance. Oh, Lord. Dance. You know how when we dance, we do it on both sides. I'm sorry. That's true. That's Dang, do you have any, Dang, do you have any comments? <laughs> you ignoring my... I was co-signing his analogy and giving another one. Okay. Fine. Dang. So for me, I think I've always been a pretty patient person. <laughs> but in my situation now, being single for a chunk of years, it's a little different because it's not just one, it's not just the person I'm dating at a three-year-old and an eight-year-old to think about too. You know, I have to be patient. So I think patience has been a, a key piece of it. I think the other part is just continuing to communicate even if things look like they're rough. There's a lot of people, people give up way too easy. Um, yes. You talk to old you talk to old people and old people will tell you <laughs> like socks. I don't know if you've ever seen those. They look like a little handle with a wooden knob on the top of it. My mom had one. Oh, your socks got a hole in it. Your mom was sewing the sock, the, the hole up in the sock and you were keeping wearing the sock. Now these days you miss it. You know, you get a hole in the sock. You throw the, both, both the socks away. You just go buy a whole new set of socks. And that's kind of, that's the, that's how society is these days. Dang, I'm so glad. I'm sorry. I'm going to pause you there. I'm so glad you just said that, right? Because I've said that same comment in the past. When I got married, part of our ceremony was seasons. Our theme was seasons. And we took that from Ecclesiastics chapter three. And if anybody that knows that, that particular section of the Bible, it talks about, you know, there's a time for everything, right? And so part mm-hmm. of that is like you just said, Dang, it's going to be tough time. That's why I brought that up earlier. But it's about that fight. Like if we want to fight and I always say, if you feel like you put your fight, but I do believe that both parties have to fight Mm -hmm. because if it's only one person fighting for the relationship, then that won't sustain. And I think we all know that. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think even with me, I think I held on so long because I just really just wanted this to work out because I came from divorced parents. So for me, it was like, I don't want to repeat this. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to do? And I took a lot of stuff because I was like, no, and I knew that it wasn't always going to be good days. That's why our, our theme of our wedding was what it was. But my significant other, other didn't understand that. And like you said, people can just jump out of things so quickly or give up so quickly instead of facing things head on. So I just love that you just brought that out because that's something I always talk about. Like, I want somebody who's going to be in it for the fight. Fuck mm-hmm. out of here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And if I feel like you ain't going to be like willing to fight, if it's something that can just like make you go. And maybe that's why I like an ass. But like, if it's something that could just make you go, then I want you to go now. Go now so we can mm-hmm. just save some time. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. Okay, preach, preacher. Yeah. I got a little emotional. <laughs> the- right, I see. <laughs> no, you're, right, you're right. Yeah, just not giving up. Finding, uh, I know I didn't do it um, in my first marriage uh, for a number of reasons, but this time around, it's constantly, um, I won't say every day, but every week, I try to find two or three new things about her that I love. Because I'll tell you, there's four or five things that on a daily basis drive me to want to just drive into a tree. <laughs> that I just think are some of the dumbest, like the dumbest things that you can possibly do. We not like, commit suicide, are we? Wait, that's that beige talking no, to him. No. Don't worry about it. That's that beige oh, talking to him. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, quick, that's the beige talking to his color. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm just saying, isn't it? Like, you know, it's real easy to 
you know, the, the, the haystack that, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, it's all these little things that once they become a giant haystack, they get really heavy. If you would handle each little thing at a time and find a way to, you know, put it someplace where it's not a problem, it would never become a haystack. Um, you know, so for me, it's like, you know, never checking the mail. It's just mail all over the house, just everywhere. Half open mail just drives me nuts. Shoes everywhere. Just shoes everywhere drives me nuts. But at the end of the day, when I look at her and I see everything that she deals with every day, there's things about her personality that are just so awesome. In time, she will know the things that I like and the things that irk me. In time, if I am a good leader, I'm sure there are things that she will tweak about how she handles things. I'm sure there's things that I do that irk the heck out of her. But it, it's just being flexible and just always trying to find the good. It's real easy to look at the bad because everybody loves, pardon the friends, everybody loves a shit show. There's a reason why people watch reality TV. There's a reason why they watch Housewives of Atlanta, freaking Poison, to actually watch that. And it's entertaining, but all of a sudden in your brain, certain things become kind of normal. That's like normal. To some people it does. I know maybe some people, they may believe that they're strong enough, but it it becomes uh, normalized when it really shouldn't be. And that's why you don't ever see a TV show with, you know, people that have been married 50 years. That's not sexy, you know? So I'm just trying to make sure that I focus on the po- all the all the new things that I can find about her, make sure that I communicate and do all the little things to make sure the foundation is right for down the road. That's awesome. That's what it's about, a, a strong foundation. <laughs> yes. So thanks to all of our guests, to Dang, T, and Reggie for coming Ooh. on the show today and hey. sharing with us why you got married. So should and we had a serious conversation with not too we many did. I held it together. I'm barely right toward the end. You were getting a little that part and kept drinking your drink. (laughs) But thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, And for our dope, gifted, and black segment, we are highlighting Dr. Kismikia Corbett, who is the National Institute of Health lead scientist for the Corona vaccine research. And she actually stated that there could possibly be a coronavirus vaccine available to the general public, but not until next spring. Ma'am. I mean, I'm just... I got the, We got these travel plans. Why are you acting like you didn't know this? I already told you, Q1, our company is developing. You're like, we didn't know this. It takes time. It takes time. We know this. I'm ready to get out the house. We're going to go out the house. I'm going to Mexico in July. I don't know what the fuck you're July what? 2021? Okay, you, you staying there. July 2021. That's you what you're You're not coming back. That's Have right. fun. Right. Miss July? We're not going to go in July? No, no. Not of 2020? No. Yeah, I am. No. Then you're not coming back. L. My trip is L. Nope. Let her go. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Because you're going to be by yourself. Right. Not going right. I ain't We're going. not going to Barbados no more? Y'all, y'all giving not up? Not in 2020. We're, no. That is, that's over with. We, that's we're over. not going. They didn't call it over, over yet, did they? But they're going to. Just y'all y'all because. Some, y'all some. No. Y'all Barbados. Y'all Barbados. Y'all energy. Right. Right. We're realistic. I'm just saying. And I want my coins back. 
Oh, Lord. In any event, again, to our guests, Dane T and Reggie, thank you so much for joining us. Listeners, thank you for joining. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Fem Noir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Fem Noir Files. Bye!